Welcome to the Raising Vibrations podcast, where your hosts Simon and Jennifer connect to discuss the gift of evolutionary astrology, our personal inspirations, and our passion for knowledge as a guiding light in these times of change. Hello and welcome to episode 2. Today we are going to discuss the soul's purpose. This has become quite a hyped um, concept recently to find your purpose and you know align with your true purpose. So we thought it would be an interesting thing to discuss. So I hope you enjoy this discussion. So what a, what a really big... Uh topic to choose in, in terms of uh, discussion because you know like you said there's there's a lot of there's a lot of need at the moment to connect to a sense of purpose as a way of validating one's life right um, and I, I've definitely like with my own personal journey witnessed going through that phase and try and wrestling with what does that mean and how do you live that way and all the crises that arise when trying to adjust from this idea of a reality that you're away from versus the one that you're presently with and what I noticed in my own process of, of trying to understand this was like I said that, that separation that crisis and how you can begin to actually reject the physical as a way, or reject the physical and then judge it as negative or bad, right? Yeah. I mean, the question is, can we really be on the wrong path? Right. You know, can we fail to fulfill our purpose? Is it, you know, is it possible? And if so, how can that happen? You know what would be what would be the the ways that we can fail to fulfill our purpose if there if there is such a thing. Right. So maybe that's the question. Uh, maybe let's like how do you define purpose? See, to me, there's not a um, we don't we can't actually fail at life. You know, this experience of the human experience and our journey through this you know, into the physical plane, we cannot fail at it, no matter how it looks. You know, it's, it is, in and of itself, um, exactly the way it's supposed to be. And now I'm going to say something very paradoxical, because <laughs> at the same time, as everything is as it should be, there is also an aspect of growth that we eventually desire to fulfill and that is what I see as the purpose and what that mm-hmm. is is becoming ourselves so right. to shed away all the concepts you know all the ideas of what we should be of how we should be living of how we should look of how we should act, of all the shoulds, you know, all the obligations, and to become an embodiment, a full embodiment, and a full perfect expression of our unique selves. And that is 
what I see as our soul's purpose. And even the purpose itself, the concept of fulfilling your purpose or chasing your purpose, that in itself is one of the things that we have to let go of to become more at home in ourselves. Because there's there's like a framework, a definition like placed on that, that it's supposed to look a certain way and, you know, it's supposed to feel a certain way. And that itself can like pull us away from the actual essence of who we are. Right, exactly. And, um, you know, it's it's to me it's it's fascinating that uh, Jupiter's in Sag at the moment, and uh, Venus is is just crossed over Jupiter, so they're they're in a conjunction together at the moment, and they're in Sagittarius. And here we're talking about this um, naturalness, this authenticity, yeah. right? But it's squaring Neptune in Pisces, <clears throat> so in a sense. You know, when we wrote about, well, when we wrote about this in the the 2019 forecast, we talked about the square between Jupiter and, and Neptune being one, firstly, in which the the vision of how we imagined life to be would essentially begin to erode. It would begin to dissolve. Mm-hmm. Now, that process of dissolving is literally present with us right now, where we're, in a sense, becoming aware of what was once the vision mm-hmm. that we symbolized as purpose and fulfillment has now becoming a big, is coming into question. And that, I think, is coming from a deep sort of almost like a, a need within ourselves at this point in time to honor what feels to us like what we have seen and embodied and visioned as purpose no longer actually has any essence with it. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that being a fundamental way in which, you know, if you're into astrology, um, how all of these planets in Capricorn are being affected by the extraction of essence that we as a collective are uh, almost like this, that the structures themselves are losing their their um, power to stay in presence because the essence of what those structures represented are now being extracted because we're extracting ourselves because we feel that lack of purpose in it mm-hmm. that was always linked with something existential yeah the definition right that we've attached to exactly mm-hmm. and so this radical uh way of liberating ourselves from this identity that that we have yeah that we've almost grown into that never held anything deep within us because it never was originated from a place that had any depth. I, we've, the amnesia of the soul has been, you know, hasn't been with us. And so we've created this world. We've, we've been hosting this world up until this point in time that has provided us with something, but now we're realizing it has no purpose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, exactly. And, I suppose it's it's perfect that um, the system, you know, as we are connecting to this, you know, inner truth and connecting to our authentic self, and this is becoming, you know, something that we are prompted to do by the current energies collectively and individually, of course. Um, we are able to 
um, we also have these supportive, you know, systems to help us do that, that reflect the inner world and not the outer. So we're looking at um, human design, for example, and and evolutionary astrology, which are our two, you know, um, main main, you know, systems that we work with, and gene keys actually, and the the I Ching. So with the combination of these um, different ways of looking at the essence, you know, the inner reflection of who we are, rather than this outer definition, which astrology in itself, you know, mundane astrology in itself, fails to embody, you know, it, right. it can actually define people and put them in a box, whereas what we, at least when we work with the astrology and the human design, we're seeking to open doors to these portals to how we can connect more deeply to our actual authentic true self and not to put ourselves in just yet another box, you know, and define ourselves by whatever it is. Yep. And um, there are so many, I mean, they're just so incredibly helpful and supportive in that journey of self-understanding, self-discovery and um, empowerment of Mm -hmm. the inner you know, our inner authority. Well, you know, this is this is something that's coming back to the, the the topic of the conversation, which was, you know, what is purpose and how do we find it? Uh, what what prompted this conversation was what uh, somebody that was bringing attention to how during Neptune's transit through Pisces, that in order for us to not in order, sorry, as we kind of move through this planetary influence of Neptune through Pisces we're naturally gravitating towards um, spiritual principles as a way to almost try to make sense of life or we're trying to make sense of life and the, the invisible field of, of, you know, energy is moving through a fractal that shows us what healing is, Mm -hmm. Pisces, the completion, but we can get lost in the abstractness and the, uh, exactly that. We can get lost in the abstractness and the in- of how and what that means. And we can essentially be trying to embody something, which is what I was talking about earlier about myself and how I noticed that stress that occurs between trying to embody a trying to embody an ideal versus essentially living the idea or not the idea, but the actual purpose of one's life. And how that can separate us, mm-hmm. and the danger inherently in that. So, uh, uh, what is purpose? Right, right. What is? How do you live a purposeful life? Um, I, I remember uh, Mark Jones was saying something about he was pointing to the fact that when a client comes to you, and they're like, "I'm trying to find my purpose," what he was what he was saying was that what what somebody's really asking you, and I love this so much because at this moment when I realized this, not only did that heal it in myself, but I, I began using it as a way to, to, to encourage other people that I was having mm-hmm. clients with. Um, that what we're actually trying to do, the word purpose is a definition, but it is in a sense holding, it's holding space for us to 
navigate back to a place within ourselves that we don't know is disconnected. Mm -hmm. So we look for an, a purpose. But what we're really trying to merge back with is love. Yes. which is the higher self or the, the embodied self or the soul self, right? Mm -hmm. But we don't have those definitions. No. We don't have those, those inherent experiences. So within the cultural conditioning, that Neptune through Pisces permeates the collective and all of a sudden out of the blue, people are materializing like some form of abundance. Okay, I, I just want to go on a rant over here for a second because mm -hmm. I just got so... <clears throat> Uh, I just reminded myself of so many things. So <laughs> you'll take like a guru, for instance, that comes on the internet and the internet, World Wide Web, he goes like, you can make loads and loads of money. Okay. And just follow these steps. Okay. Yeah. And so this is purpose. And so you'll have like, like just say like a hundred people gravitate towards that area. Okay. And go, okay, this is how you're going to make it. And they kind of follow the steps, but their success rate is like 25%. And the dude that was essentially natural at uh, sort of mm. showing that this was purposeful for him and how he wanted to share that didn't actually really, like to him that was successful because that was in his design. That right? was he, his way. Exactly. Yeah, that was his path, his journey. Exactly. His, mm -hmm. And then other people try to mimic it. They don't get it. They get confused. And it's like then they, they just haven't actually done anything other mm -hmm. than kind of looked outside. And two things happened. When Richard Rudd talked about the 54 and that how that energy you would find that people that would have a natural transmutation in them the 54 34 in human design right so mm -hmm. if any of you follow that sorry for for creating a, a kind of separation and going what do you mean well anyway he talked about that that some people would have a natural path to transformation and some wouldn't and those that wouldn't would immediately kind of amplify other people's path and then be confused why they couldn't get it and the other thing was that exactly that. That was that person's natural path. Exactly. And I was like... It's the same with all, um, you know, spiritual uh, teachings and teachers. It's yeah. like the, the path to that transforms you, that's very unique to our individual path. Mm -hmm. the, the only thing, what we can do is we can help, you know, we can uh, move towards what resonates in our being like what the truth that we actually feel in our body not this like logical you know this makes sense or it's more like an actual permeating truth that you know is like a direction you need to move in or something that's pulling you towards that and that's how we actually um can follow something that is you know that leads to our own transformation and maybe that is part of our journey but maybe it isn't just as Simon was saying yeah. that um, Richard Rudd had had shared there that it's that might not be for everyone but also I'd like to say that I think that there is a lot of souls who are born into this current world who are actually at some point going to go through transformation because the global cycles, the the greater cycles of the sure. world are all in transformation. We are in a shift. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's what we are always like sharing and writing about. And it is something that is inherent in the times we're living in. So, you know, 
But how that happens is still going to be unique to every single person because you don't actually have to follow anything spiritual to to go through that transformation. Right, exactly. You just live your life. You know, it can be an event that happens or you could have a sudden awakening or you can, you know, it can be anything. So we don't actually need to to try, you know. Mm-hmm, exactly. So so one question that I, that I want to ask you because I know that this is uh, something that I feel it's actually I think it's a big deal but it doesn't get acknowledged and this is actually that place where we can acknowledge it and that is that you know where not every single person is going to experience the transformation or the the magic of finding purpose and meaning in life um, because all over the globe in different places, different scenarios are happening. So like somebody, like a group or tribe that's living in Uganda is an example that's under sort of siege from government. They're not Mm. going to find a purpose the way that we define it, say, for instance, in a Newman article as an example, right? Mm -hmm. And, And so this is a key and critical observation to make that purpose can actually be seen in so many different ways because the environment and the 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 court of the, the coordinates Saturn mm-hmm. right of where you are embodying that Saturnian realm mm-hmm. is going to be that purpose and for that tribe for instance they might need to go through an experience of liberation through oppressiveness that will then eventually lead to um, a later stage in that tribe's evolution of not picking a type of uh, leader that has these potentials of just control and domination. Well, it, it, that right? just brings us all back to the the actual fact that there is no wrong. You know, we're right. not exactly. we're inherently whatever, however our life looks, however mundane it looks, however much we are challenged in our lives, however much you know suffering we go through, it can't. That is the inherent, you know experience that we are here to go through if that's if that's what whatever it is that is our path now the only thing that we can really do is to honor that path or honor the truth of who we are as much as possible and that in itself is transformational because as you grow into yourself you are actually, you're like enlightenment, or you know, to go through any kind of transformation. It's actually about shedding layers of falsehoods. It's not about, you know, arriving at a place. But even that in itself, you know, just doing readings for people and looking at transits, and I I love to watch transits, and I love to see how activations happen for people. And and how that manifests in their lives, because what that has revealed to me is that the timing of everything is perfect. You know, like right. everything. I, it showed me that everything that happens in life is part of some greater, you know, orchestrated um, experience, <laughs> or like the energetic you know, timing of everything, like clockwork. Sure. 
clockwork will see these transits and people can be sensing that and feeling like this urge to to like find their purpose and this this call to you know step into some kind of authentic creative expression or liberate themselves in some way and it's an upcoming transit that is that they're already sensing they're already like starting to feel the pull and the drive towards it and they go through a sequence of different timings and activations that are all like predestined even when you're born because you know the the sequence of our lives is already there and and then at some point they experience the right you know the experiences that are reflected then in the chart with the the activations bring them into a state of um actually activating that purpose or whatever you you know however exactly. you want to define it and going through that process yep it, it, which in itself makes i mean it yeah it's exactly it's true it's really really true that watching transits and um seeing the impacts that they have on people's lives and seeing the activations that take place um in those different phases is it's what you're really wanting to to watch. You're wanting to watch that those those moments, and you know sometimes it can be very scary if you're taken in too much uh, astrology on the internet and you've read a Pluto transit that's about to annihilate you, yeah. and you're like, oh my god, this is going to happen. You know, I think we've all been there, <laughs> right? Um, so, and 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 that's when you there was something really really cool that you you spoke about that. Um, has actually become something foundational in you had suggested and shared that maybe we should uh, do a free astrology like introduction course yeah and and just kind of you know have that for everybody that's you know just and one of I've been reflecting on what types of uh, points do I want to put in that uh, webinar series that can really offer something of deep value that you know, is is not just okay. How are we going to learn about a house, as an example? Mm-hmm. And one of the one of the things that came through to me was the meditation on the circle. Okay, now hear me out here. The meditation on the circle, and how the circle is a reflection of your face. And so when you've got the circle, and then you draw the cross on top of it, i.e., the ascendant, the descendant, this cross that goes over it you're bringing saturn into the circle and the circle representing space and the cross representing time and so the astrology chart itself is a way in which we can see where the consciousness of the soul the soul imprints into or enters into this fabric of time Mm -hmm. and that the chart through its planetary configurations reflects the dimensions of space within time yes Right, so when you see that imprint, it it is the center point of an expanding fractal, mm-hmm. and so when we live out our lives, we are actually unfolding into the purpose of our existence. So when we have a transit, for instance, that transit has already happened, in the sense of the soul experience, and you're just witnessing it through time, which is why it will go okay at 35, I'll have that moment yeah. or that transmutation. 
and we awaken to purpose mm -hmm. through the realization of the soul imbued into right the soulful the soulful awareness and that to me is where i'm at right now and that to me is such incredible like it just awakens the idea of what true purpose is mm -hmm. i love that <clears throat> because the, the soul is is growing in you you want the mm -hmm. soul to grow through you and in you and all you are in and i don't mean to diminish ourselves to this because it's not the truth um but all you are at a physical level is the encapsulation and the reflection of this growing process that is essentially essentially invisible without yes. the physical exactly right exactly so we are like that just by being alive we are divine like we are like magic right you know because we are bringing the essence of soul and spirit and and embodying that in all these myriad of unique ways that we find ourselves expressing ourselves and and that in itself is just such a an incredible thing to to see and there was something you yeah the way you described like how we that the life you know the life has already happened mm -hmm. the different parts yeah. of our life have already happened but we have to live through them it's like it made me think of you know when you're you're watching you're getting a film like you you're going to watch a movie sure and in that movie you know the whole movie is already existing <laughs> you know the ending is already there but we're just going to sit down and watch it and we right. don't know that because we've got to go through the entire movie sure and experience all the different like parts of that or a book yep, yep, you know yep. it's like whatever it is and that's like on a that's a small scale of how i see our lives how our life experience is and we don't know how you know there's one critical part in the story in the beginning that only makes sense later on towards the end of the movie right you know, and we don't know what these critical parts of our stories that don't make sense to us, how they can come back into play and into understanding later. And that's, I mean, that's what I experienced very deeply with my own, that, like I shared in, in part one, about my own awakening experience. So I awaken to the way the world is and am completely disillusioned and completely heartbroken by the state of the world and and cannot see any meaning in the way the world looks and cannot find a place in this world and then 10 years later i experience a second experience of an awakening but what i'm awakening to is the purpose my yes. purpose within that but i had to go through you know, first 10 years of not understanding why that mm -hmm. happened mm -hmm. or what that was or, you know, how to carry that with me. And then suddenly, one day, it makes sense. It's right. like it's just there. It just arrives at my doorstep, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, that's, that's what happened. You know, I, I wanted to take the opportunity to, to share um, another another like another example of what you just spoke mm -hmm. about right now. Um, it's something that I want to, that I'm going to use in the current teaching. And 
we we recently watched a film that was called I Tanya or something. I Tanya. Yeah. All right. And so just watch the film and you know watch the the nature of this person's life. And of course, as you do, you well, it may be for me and <laughs> we go and look at the astrology and look at the transits of certain events. And as I I took it all in, and it was later on, I think like two or three days later, that I start to actually see viscerally what not only you just shared right now, but how incredibly powerful um, a tool like astrology can be in processing things. But to this yeah. person, they're not they're not doing that. So it's not like it's not like without that they're not healed or they're no. not doing their purpose. Mm. That's the thing here, right? It was me and. So here's this person that comes into this lifetime. Their astrology chart reflects the storyline of, you know, violence and abuse and um, rejection from cultural, uh, rejection from cultural dynamics like repression and, you know, if you're not good enough or you don't look good enough, we're not going to let you compete even if you've got skills and skills and talent mm. and also you're a woman, yeah. right? And when Jupiter, now, so this happened, what, like in the 1994 time? Um, yeah, early 90s. Okay. So this person uh, has Uranus, sorry, they, they had Mercury and um, three or four other planets, Jupiter, Mercury, Sun, all sitting in the 10th house, squaring the nodal axis of the moon, right? So the karmic axis of mm. the moon, right? They're not going to get into too much jargon here. And when this, like, huge event that, like, essentially stop this person from actually being able to fulfill their destiny yeah I mean, right mm-hmm. occurred pluto transited over this area and it completely obliterated that whole thing yeah now here's the, here's the beautiful thing right jupiter 2017 transits over that area mm-hmm. and the north node of the moon or sorry the south node of the moon moves over this person's north node okay and what happens they get a movie done about them yeah. But here's, here's the kicker. Here's the purpose, right? The soul comes into this lifetime with this North Node in Aquarius that doesn't actually have any, like, um, societal value, okay, before Jupiter enters Scorpio and we have what is called the Me Too movement and all of these other awakenings of how the feminine is repressed and how societal like judgments on people's personalities, et cetera, get repressed. Yeah. All of a sudden it becomes available in the public and the public are open to this. Yeah. They're like, oh, this is actually real. And then Jupiter transits over that exact moment where mm-hmm. that person, where that soul had that, that fall from grace, as it were. And now all of a sudden in, the roles are completely reversed. And the message that that Uranus and that North Node and Aquarius sends is, look how we need to liberate from this, in, this abuse of power. And, mm-hmm. But it only becomes available now versus 1994 and he has this soul that lives with it and they get the opportunity to come onto a talk show and process that Aquarius yeah and try to like I think she it seemed like she was wanting to share that with others and to right. help other people right it's actually, yeah and then all of a sudden there's this purpose this soul purpose and that that to me like just completely and utterly like I don't know yeah. I can't contain the excitement of, of just seeing that Divine timing. Right. So, I mean, that brings us back to the the thing that I like to speak about most, which is trust. Sure. You know, to just, to somehow trust that whatever it is that we are going through, whatever it is that we are facing or challenged with, that there is somehow, you know, some 
part of this experience that there's something there for yeah. us to see. Yep. And we might not understand it at the time, and it might take a long time before we can ever put that into you know any context or understand what it was about, and maybe even a lifetime. You know, I, it's not. It's not always the case that we will understand, but there is some, there is something more to our experiences than just these, you know, random things that yes. happen to us. Yes. See, that's where the magic is. That's where you can begin to um, thread back your sense of meaninglessness and hopelessness. Mm. Not yours, but as in where mm. we can feel that way and yeah. go like, why would we incarnate on this place? Yeah. When we look at it from a satin place of woundedness, it's yeah. complete sense. This place is nuts. It, it, it's hard because I suppose at the same time as I'm saying this, I don't mean that we should look for the meaning yes. in everything either. It's not that we're trying to, you know, figure everything out. Exactly. It's just that it does unfold in some way. Like, yep. it's just there somehow. Like as we watch the our own the movie of our lives as Ra, um, who created the human design or expressed the human design system, says, you know, that we just we just watch the movie and and see what it's showing us. Yeah, you know, something that, that, that you had mentioned, I think it was uh, how, you know, not to look for the meaning in it. Mm. I think that that's also something very crucial because the moment that we're trying to look for the meaning in it, we can create what we think needs to be there versus what appears through our sense of, oh my God, this is this is an awakening experience or this is just like an experience of, of truth versus mm. trying to search for it because we can make it up. There's well, a, there's yeah, a subtle to difference figure in, it out. Mm. I think there is a, 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 we can connect to a meaning and we can know it in our heart and we can know it as a truth in our in ourselves and that is something that is inherent in us or it can be it's available there but there is another sense of meaning that we can look for and that's more a mental thing that we are trying to figure something out and that can actually pull us away from what we inherently know within ourselves yeah and it can feel like if we can't, if it doesn't make logical sense, if it doesn't, if we can't figure it out mentally, then we can actually put ourselves into a state of despair. Yep. Where our emotional, you know, somehow, if we can connect to the state inside ourselves of of like trust and like the connection to our actual inner truth then it's like we can bring ourselves home to that space. Bringing ourselves home. Yeah. Completely. Earth, natural zodiac, the, the chart that you would use to objectify the essence that is trying to speak through the chart mm -hmm. or through you and that the chart is kind of a mirror for that. Um, yeah, a very good, a very, very, an absolute need to acknowledge that, 
that process because we all we all go through it at some point. We're all going to go through it as a natural realization. We actually have to go through that experience to become aware of what it isn't, right? So that we can then feel certain of what it is. Yeah, it's just another way again of coming home to who we actually are. You know, so more into being than mm. not what we think it should be. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, that was a really, you know, I, I really enjoyed having that conversation and yeah, fun. sharing some stuff over there. I really hope that you found some value in it and that um, you enjoyed the time and space with us today. And I think, as always, you know, we've got we've got some ideas of what we want to talk about. And if you are listening and you've got some ideas that you would like to share with us, uh, please feel free to do that. You know, we'd appreciate that. Yeah. Right. And. Um, if you, we are going to be um, reserving some of these uh, podcasts to our Patreons only. Yep. So if you really enjoy them, please come over to our Patreon site, yep. which is Raising Vibrations on Patreon, and um, and see what we have there. Um, this yep. is something that we we really enjoy doing. So I think we'll be sharing regularly both to patreon and publicly yeah so, publicly as well um yeah because that's uh, that that i think is yeah it's nice because we're trying to like you know bring people to you know one place so that we can share in in this space yeah. and actually connect with people so the idea that or the feeling that we have behind creating this patreon page is you know, to create a space where we are able to connect with people and share and we know that it is just specifically for that and yeah. for, you know, the expression that we have and people that enjoy that and like to support the work that we're doing and how we would like to also, you know, connect with you and get ideas about what what you want to hear. And we also have, um, like... Um, meetings and Q and A's and different kinds of interactions, and we're wanting to put more focus and energy into that space. So we invite you to um, check it out if you, if that sounds like something that you know is interesting to it's you. Interesting or, and appealing, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, for for those who want to study astrology, we've got our online astrology uh, school, which we you know we created. <coughs> um, specifically to support all the needs of all the people who are all around the world, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I encourage you to go look at that on our website. So you can, you know, just study with one module. You can study the whole course. It's all self-study. Um, and if, you, if you're interested in it or you're at a point in your life where you want to have a reading or need a reading, myself and Jen are available as well. And, you know, all of the information is available on our site or send us an email if you want to connect that way. Yes. Right. Right, so our website is www.raising-vibrations.com. So, I hope to speak to you again soon. Thanks very much, guys. Bye.